It's Whitney. And Amanda. Welcome to Girls on Top. All right, everyone. How's it going? It's Amanda. Hey, hey, hey. And it's Whitney. All right. Let's let's just jump into it, Whitney. I feel like you've had a long week, a lot of changes. Just tell the world what's up. All the changes, all the like surprises this week. So Amanda has been like a a major like voice of reason and just like support for me this week. I am currently going through a breakup and it's just, it's been a week. So it kind of like flows with our topic that we want to talk about this week too. And like, this is a huge part of why we started the podcast is because like going through experiences, good or bad, it's, it's good to have somewhere that you feel like you can go. That's a safe space and girls that you can relate to. And some of us aren't lucky enough to like have those good close friends. So like, we're here to be that for you. Absolutely. That is exactly why we started this. And, um, Whitney knows this already, and maybe you guys don't know that, but Whitney has been a big blessing in my life. She helped me through, um, a breakup, a really hard time in my life. She was there for me. So absolutely girl, I am there for you. We just like trade, trade tears on the regular. I know. (laughs) Happy and sad tears. And I was saying the universe always like aligns us. Like if one thing happens to the other person, it's going to happen to the like vice versa. Like we're always so weird how it happens. It's our, our lives are very parallel in like our experiences, which is also why we wanted to start this is to help you because a lot of our experiences, like we said, are very similar. So if you're going through some shit, like we've probably been through it or been through similar because holy, we have been through shit, especially with men pertaining, yeah. like anything pertaining to men, you name it, we've probably been through it. Yep. And you know what? We're just, instead of being negative about it and just, you know, not, we're we're using this as all tools, everything that we've gone through, we've learned, we've grown. We want to use those as learning tools for ourselves and for you guys and make it a positive thing. Yeah. Yeah. Positive thing. So Whitney has been, I'm proud of her girl. You've been doing great. Amazing. You're worthy of it all. And I know you have hard days and, and good days. And that's just going to be how it is for a little bit. Yeah. She's going to come out on top. I am. And I like have told myself, I'm like, you're not going to cry during this. So I don't want to like, let myself cry. It's not worth it. Um, we're just on to bigger and better things. And like Amanda and I have had conversations about this just even earlier today. And dating is about, you know, figuring out like what you want in somebody and what you don't want and figuring out your deal breakers. And we're going to get into those here in a little bit, but, um, it's like, that's the experience of dating. And when you're putting yourself out there, you're opening yourself up to heartbreak. And that's just a part of the process and finding happiness in the end. And that's, um, the, the mindset that you need to have, I think, if you want to end up happy and with your person. And I just keep telling myself, you know, it's like you have been through enough shit with men that we're not here to settle. And I'm going to keep trudging on until I find all the qualities that I want in somebody. And that's just, it is what it is. Yeah. And, and don't ever think like, I mean, I'm so proud of you, Whitney. And I think I've evolved and I think that way also, but 
you can't let yourself get to that negative head place. And not that you're doing this, but I see a lot of women that do this and men where they're just like, I'm not going to find anyone else or no, I'm not gonna find somebody else better. So they just stay in a relationship where they're unhappy or they're not being fulfilled. And it's scary. It's scary to break up. It's scary to feel that stuff and to start fresh. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not easy. So again, like proud of you for everything that you have accomplished in life, how you are acting and carrying yourself and for growing and learning and having that good mindset like that. Thank you so much. I love you. And I honestly don't love know where you. I'm you. It's heart emoji. It's all the heart emojis. I know. Does that mean love you? Heart emoji means love you. I don't know. Does it? <laughs> but does it? No, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, now I lost my train of thought and what, what I was going to say. Oh, I just had this conversation actually a few days ago with a different girlfriend, just about like how many women stay in a relationship or a marriage unhappily, you know, for the sake of like kids or for the sake of like financial, you know, means or just for all the wrong reasons. And it's like, come on, ladies, it's 20 freaking 23. Like we deserve so much more. And I feel like part of the reason the bar is in hell with men is because we allow it. Yeah, no, I agree. We do allow it. And you have to, we had that episode on core values. Like that's a great starter point. If you're confused on what your needs, wants, and core values are, you need to really establish those and then you branch off from there. Cause that's where you're going to find your person, your happiness. And you just got to keep in line with it. And obviously your deal breakers, like right. we, we literally made list, like we listed it out, made lists. When I have like an ongoing list too, that I made, like after my divorce, when I started dating again, and like, it makes the process so much easier because if somebody doesn't check off that thing on your list, then you just know that they're not your person. And I feel like you hold yourself accountable, accountable so much more than like letting things slide if you have it visually in front of you and it's just there and it's like, okay, well, for me, uh, you know, this list says, you know, he values family and this guy I'm seeing right now doesn't really seem to value family. So I need to like just eliminate him and move on to the next. Yeah. You're saving yourself from heartbreak and you're not wasting his time either. So it's honestly the best thing for both people involved. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you don't want to you know, give false hope to somebody if you know, like they're just not in your core values. And there's, when we go, when we get into the episode, which we will soon hear, um, there's like deal breakers and then there's red flags, which I feel like are a little different. You know, sometimes red flags can be kind of like silly things, right? Like, you know, things that maybe are like he talks with his mouth full of food and yeah. food flies out. Like, I mean, it, can, I would say that's maybe more of like a deal breaker than a red flag. A red flag would maybe be like, he's like mean to animals or oh, something. You mean that's a red flag instead of a deal breaker? Yeah. 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 Yes. Or like he wears Crocs. Like that's yeah. a red flag, but he could always, you could get with him and buy him some really sweet Jordans and he loves Jordans more than Crocs. So then like, 
and you're not like changing him necessarily you're just like get upping his Helping style him with the style yeah it's like and that's the thing too it's like you don't want to change somebody because i mean they are who they are but it's like i mean if it's like an appearance kind of thing like you know his style or his shoes like amanda said i mean that's an easy change but it's like i mean you can't change who somebody's insides are yeah so deal breakers are going to be a little bit more in depth um you know, they're going to kind of align somewhat to your core values probably. And we do have an episode on red flags, which is kind of fun and silly at times, you know, it's a little bit more lighthearted maybe, but we deal breakers are just deal breakers. Deal breakers are deal breakers. And we're done. We're done. If we see them, we're done. So So should we get, get into them? Explain to them what kind of, um, a deal breaker really is like, or do you want me to? Um, well, I didn't write down like a definition, but basically did you write down a definition? I did. So you share um, it with the class. All right. I'll share with the class. It's factors or behaviors from an individual that you consider unacceptable. And it's just not compatible with your values or your needs in a relationship. So it's pretty much something that just isn't, you're just not going to change about them. It's just not aligned with your values. And yeah. So Whitney and I, like some of them, some of the ones that I wrote down, so we did five, but I wrote down more, but like some of mine, like the first meeting, like first date, like I wrote down, like if you're on dating apps, which you guys, I've never done a- dating apps. We're I don't know. You're on like, a dating app. Yeah. Like (laughs) people are already like saying, come on, like join hinge. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, we'll see. But like, for me, for an example, like first meeting, scrolling, like social media or anything like a kind of funny example, but like non-negotiable deal breaker for me is if he has filters on his photos. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So like, this is going to be stuff like, yeah, you're just scrolling. You're not actually, you haven't even met the guy yet. Yeah. Haven't even met the guy yet, but like, and I feel like some of this kind of overlaps with an ick too. Yeah. But I mean, it's like dudes listening. If you have filters on your photos, remove them. Like, I, I don't know. I cannot think of one female that's like, I like when a man uses filters on his photos. No. Yeah. It's seems just too fakey and like if your skin looks like glass it's questionable questionable yes I would say that I have been on dating a dating app I've been on hinge and um, one of mine is if they have no job oh that's one of mine too if they're unemployed absolutely absolutely not and I feel like that goes hand in hand with they live with their parents I'm not swiping right is that which way you swipe I don't I'm not sure well, you're not, I'm not swiping on you. <laughs> hey, what's another one of yours? Left? It's it's a reject. Yeah. Um, another it's- one of mine is if he gets super drunk on like a first date. So like if you were, you hadn't met him yet and like someone's just like showing you his profile and stuff or like um, explaining something about him, like if they said he's a big partier, you would say no. That's- I would say no. But like, this is like, say we are on our oh, first, first date. Like date. I swiped yes or whatever on hinge yeah. and we're on our first date. Like I have, I pay attention to how much a man drinks. And like yeah. now some of these things I say on our podcast, I might regret because I feel like you and I both have kind of given like any man a dating map to like 
win us over, which is like a pro and a con. Yeah. Like someone could totally like just swoop us off our feet. Yeah. It's like, we gave you the roadmap. So now at this point, it's like in our lives in our like single dating era, it's like, if a man isn't fulfilling what he needs to be or what we need fulfilled, it's on him because we literally gave the roadmap. But anyways, so if I'm on a first date with you and you have more than two drinks, it's a deal breaker. Yeah. Like for me. And I know for you too, like drinking triggers such it's so triggering. It's such like a, a a push point that it's like, no, because if you're willing to get drunk on a first date, and I'm not even saying like more than two drinks is you getting drunk, but it just kind of shows lack of self-control and it's really unattractive. Yeah. It's not a hot thing to do. No, it's not. And like any man drunk, like is just unattractive. I don't do that. Like, I like to have fun. We have a whole episode on drinking, but do not get sloppy drunk. I don't want to take care of you. So I was on hinge. This was, you know, when I I got coaxed into signing up. Um, yeah. But this one guy had, because you can, like, say things, you know, true or false, mama's boy. I have that on mine, too. And... <laughs> Like he had a picture with his mom and he's like, I'm a mama's boy. And I'm like, Nope, I'm done. Like to me, like if you have, I'm not swiping, I'm not entertaining because if you have like this unhealthy attachment to your mother, that is to like, you should have a healthy relationship, but if it's like too much, like mama's boy, nope. Yeah. And there's a difference too, between like a healthy relationship with your mom and your parents versus like a mama's boy. That's not the same thing. Yep. Like, I feel like a mama's boy really lacks boundaries and I've dated one of them and it's a fucking nightmare and gross versus like respecting your mom and having a loving relationship, but there's boundaries in place. And if you say no to something, she respects that that's different because no matter what ladies, if he is a true mama's boy, he will always pick his mom over you. Always, always, Always. which is gross. Which is, yeah, there's a difference between, like, they shouldn't have to pick, obviously. You can love both of them and respect both of them, but they will put their mom in front of you, which is, like, yeah. a the, total. Her needs are coming before yeah. yours time yeah. and time again. Like, you are never going to be chosen first. I can speak from experience. Yeah, we both can. Um, another one for me, Um, so this is if you're, like, if they reach out, like, through social media. Okay. You look through their following and if there's like, if you're following like Instagram model after Instagram model after girl after girl, it's like, no, I'm not even like engaging. Same. Same. Yeah. It's like, no, <laughs> this one that might, tells me. you might be just into like getting attention from other women or you're like searching for validation or I don't know. It just seems insecurity yeah me. yeah it's it's icky and like I mean there's been some like very beautiful men that I've like talked to but it's like you go through their following and it's like I have no interest in like continuing anything because you clearly like I know what you're doing every week and it's probably going out partying and like meeting girls regularly you know Just yeah not you don't you. want that vibe no not now the this, vibe. This one, we Whitney and I have had some conversations about in the past. This is going to be like a getting on a dating app situation. Um, 
deal breaker for me. So one of the questions on a dating app is you say your height. And, um, oh yeah. Do you say height or height? 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 Is it height? Height? I don't know. I'm not sure how you say it. I would say height. Messing with my head, girl. Height? (laughs) Height? I don't know. Height? I don't know. But, uh, they need to be over six foot for me. Like that is height is a big thing for me. And I know Whitney, you're kind of like, uh, you're indifferent about it, but like, I won't even click on you if you're under six foot because I'm six, seven or six, seven. (laughs) I'm not six, seven. (laughs) I'm five, seven. And I love to wear heels when I go out. So I need a guy who's taller than me. Yeah. And I, I get that. Maybe that's why none of my relationships have worked out because I haven't like dated a man over six feet since my kid's dad. Yeah. Oh, wait, never mind. I take that back. But like, they obviously aren't working for me. So maybe that's where I'm going wrong. I'm thinking Whitney's going to start like, maybe I make your list for you. <laughs> like what I need. We like make looks, a- looks wise or like personality wise or just the whole freaking list. Just the whole list. Like I'm going to, I'm actually going to create your hinge account and I'll have access to it and I'll swipe for you. <laughs> You're like my dating manager. I love it for me. What about if they're smoker? If it's list because they ask you that. Non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. Smoking marijuana. I'm. That's a little different. That doesn't bother me. But if you're smoking cigarettes or crack. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing if you're smoking crack, you're probably not like dating online because you may not have access to the internet, but that's just me. I mean, that's true. You never know, but that's a no for me. Yeah, that's a, all of the above or just, yeah, no, 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 no. But like marijuana, and I mean, that's legal in so many states now too. It's like, I yeah. mean, if you're doing it like 24 seven, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. It's like on but, occasion, it's like, whatever. Right. That's fine. Right. Too many shirtless photos. Too many shirtless or how about too many like outdoorsy photos? That's the same category, probably shirtless and outdoorsy. Cause then it just gives the vibe that you're like shirtless, like really cocky. And like, again, want all this attention. Like if you have one shirtless photo, like at the lake hanging with, you know, your yeah, if it like your makes friend. sense. Yeah. yeah. But if you're just like standing there shirtless posing and all these photos, I'm just like, yeah, that's not my vibe. Not, that's just not it. How about like, if you go on one date and this man, calls and texts you nonstop and you like you're feeling a little bit of a connection or like I, I mean like you're indifferent like I just I can't do that like overbearing like constant need of like attention like I'm fucking busy I have things I need to do yeah I mean if it's too much that's an total like no but like I I will say we've had this conversation too I feel like I have a little bit higher needs. I need a little bit more attention than maybe you do. Yeah. But we're changing that. We're going to make her more needy. <laughs> Love that for me. I mean, I need some, like, give me some attention, but like, yeah. I, I don't, don't want, want you to feel neediness. like, yeah, I don't need yeah. you to be like overbearing, like calling me 20 times a no, day or like texting no. me all day, every day. It's. I think they call that a stalker. Yeah. I mean, stalker I feel life. like there's a lot of similarities between that and a stalker. Um, another one is arrogance. Yeah. Or just being freaking rude or yeah. Cocky, just arrogance, rude. And like manners, like that's all 
kind yeah. of the same group. Yep. Like when I just think like how he interacts with people, you know, not even necessarily you, but like people around you, like wait stuff, all that can tell you so much too. Oh yeah. And I, I do know women that like don't mind that in a man, but then I look at them and they're kind of bitches. Same way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. They're just bitches. <laughs> so there's a lid for every pot. Yeah, that's true. That's not very true. Lid, not our pot, but whatever. Um, Snapchat did we... username. What? Snapchat username. If they have that in their bio or on their hinge profile, Snapchat username. No. Some guy like just messaged me like within the past couple days on Facebook asking for my Snapchat. I had never even like opened the message or anything. I, you know, like you can just see like the yeah. start of the message. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> but I do want you to get Snapchat for me. Like, can we be Snapchat friends? I'm just like not a Snapchat girly. You could be this is this this single life that we're living right now, Whitney. Yeah. We're going to change some things. We're going to get Snapchat. <laughs> the last thing I need, though, honestly, let's be real, is another social media app. You just have to keep up with me. That's all. Yeah. We'll I'm, see. Shoot, we're going to get her there, guys. We're going to we'll, get we'll her see. that. What about um, I'm giving examples on the dating app. If you don't show your teeth in any of your photos, it makes me feel like you're hiding your teeth and like you don't have to have like perfectly straight teeth do you have teeth but do you have teeth I need to know that's a deal breaker like again I'm not saying you have to have like perfect teeth but just smile or if you're wearing sunglasses in every single photo and I'm telling I hate you guys, that like I mean there's so many guys too like you'll scroll like an Instagram page and they have sunglasses in every photo it's like why why are you that way like, do you have, are you missing an eye? Like, I don't do you know. Wear an eye patch. Are you a pirate? I need to know what's going on. And it just seems a little catfishy. Like you're not going to like fully put yourself out there. And when you're on a dating app, you need to be as straightforward as possible because you don't ever want to like. But would you agree that like dating apps aren't necessarily straightforward? Like, I feel like a lot of people lie on dating apps and that's what scares me because I already have trust issues with men. Well, we all do some extent and it's, (laughs) I I mean, I agree. People can lie on dating apps. Obviously, I think people lie a lot on dating apps on their height. I've heard that many times. Like he said he was six, three and he's barely six foot. Like, do you think guys do that because they f- have this like perceived notion that all women want a guy that's over six feet? Yeah, probably. Or they just like taller men. And like, I think like that's an insecurity for shorter men. Again, like if I was shorter, I wouldn't have like a number, but like, because I am a taller person, like I just need you're, that. You're there are a lot of short taller. women, so you don't need to lie. Like, yeah, there are a lot of short women that want shorter men. So you don't need to lie about your height. But I guess like, what, if, guess- what if he's like a total 10, everything that you've ever wanted in a man, but he's like five, eight. No, I wouldn't even swipe. 
Yes. Well, and I I'm saying like you met him in person and he seems like amazing. And I I'd honestly don't know if I could like, and maybe some of you are shaking your head like that's so vain, but I don't know. I'm I'm one of those people right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You guys, I just don't know. I'm probably being too picky, but that's hey, where we I- all like what we like though. You know, we like what we like. Okay. Do you have any other like early um, dating? I do. Like okay. he's again, this isn't like scrolling apps. This is more like a dating. D- like first date, but like he is not chivalrous. Yeah. That's so important. Like I'm hold the door, hold the door. <laughs> like I'm old school in the fact I think a guy should pay on the first date. Yeah. And like just in the beginning stages of dating, I do. That's my opinions. And yeah. I know that's kind of like a hot take right now. Like it's just everybody has their opinion on that, but that's how I feel. That is kind of a hot topic. And I agree. I want, I want them to pay for the date. And it's not that you or I can't afford to pay for it. Nothing like that. But no, I it has think- to do with like the masculine feminine. Yeah. Again, episode 20. 20- 23 right listen to that masculine and feminine energy um I do have wait let me look here oh I have um that he seems to lack motivation and drive yeah that's the deal breaker I I need somebody that's motivated and I mean it's just unattractive if you're not and then the other one that I had was lack of self-care Oh yes, that's huge. If you especially and you can tell that a lot by people's photos. Like honestly, like if you because on Hinge or any of these dating apps, or if you go on a first or second date. What, what other dating apps do people use anyway? Bumble. So I think there's Bumble that's like when the girl can only swipe. And then right. I feel like Hinge is the most popular, probably everyone said. Oh, Tinder is the other one. Tinder's like more younger kids, like more just hookup app. And there's like match dot com which I feel like is maybe older I mean I don't know them all this is just what people have said to me um yeah but I feel like you get like five to seven photos you get to upload right everyone's gonna probably try to upload their best photos and if like in those photos you're dirty and like you I don't know you don't have like you have like ripped up old clothes and you have like you know your hair is not done janky yeah you look janky like those are the five best you could find. Yeah. Which again, when, like maybe what? that's your maybe maybe they just don't care about their hygiene. Yeah. And I mean, hey, that's that's their thing, then I guess, but it's like count me out of that. And it's like I'm somebody that I value like taking care of myself and I put a lot of like pride into, you know, working out and just like my physical health. So for me, that's something that I value in somebody too. I I want a partner that will, when I'm traveling, will work out with me and do that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, that's kind of like a first meeting deal breaker too. Or at least if he doesn't do that, he's willing to like start. Yeah, he's willing to like change and um, use and soap. Improve. Use soap. Use soap, is that what you said? <laughs> I mean, some people don't shower like that's real like there are people who just are kind of icky I mean I 
okay, this sounds so weird, but we're going to, I'm just going to say it. Like if you have dirty ears, you, I hate like, earwax, waxy ass ears or like a booger in your nose. That's so gross. Well, I mean like booger in your nose that happens because like, you might like be sick or whatever, but, <laughs> but like, but like if you are someone who never cleans their ears, I cannot tell you how many men I cut the cut hair, you know, and their ears are so waxy. It's like, have you cleaned your ears in the last year with a Q-tip? That is, I, I would puke. Like earwax grosses me out so much. Like every time I shower, I always clean my ears after. I love Q-tips and I've gotten in arguments with people about Q-tips. They're like, my mom you told me not to them. use Q- yeah. Q-tips. I'm like, your mom's lying to you. Your you mom doesn't know what she's them. talking about. You need Q-tips. And like that pushes the wax in. I'm like, but you also can like push it down and pull it out. So there's also Q-tips that are like little cups that you can scoop it out. Like, dude, clean your ears. No one wants to clean your ears. Well, and I don't, I just like kind of twist it. I don't like dig in there. I don't know. I, that is just like my big, biggest thing. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, again, first date, if you come with like earwax, (laughs) maybe I'll look past it the first time. It's a no. But if the second time you come, I know you ain't cleaning those ears. Those ears are dirty. What do your toes look like? (laughs) Yuck. Okay. So this next part of we're going to get into is more serious things for Whitney and I. Um, These are going to be our personal deal breakers. We both have like five to six or yeah I just kind of made a list some of them kind of like mesh with each other but yeah yeah. and so um these are going to be more like you're in a long-term relationship with somebody and you know you've committed some time with them and this is kind of the serious ones where you're like there's no changing again back to um just they're not you're not compatible with them like these things just aren't gonna align with your values your needs and you know you need to end the relationship right please amanda do you want to go first okay so i'll share one of my first ones these are in no particular order but um different levels of ambition and just I'm a pretty ambitious person. I have some big goals, some big dreams, and not that you need to match my energy on that, but you have to have something that you have passion in and value and something you're working towards. Again, it doesn't have to be maybe to my level because that's unrealistic, but just something. And if I'm, you're not going to probably figure that out maybe on the first or second date, but if you're with someone for a couple months, you're going to get more of a clearing understanding. And that's just probably something you're not going to be able to change about someone. Yeah. And all these are like after dating for a little while, yep. like you start to figure it out. Yep. Um. Yeah. No. And I agree with that. Like when well, I think I said that one kind of more in like the first meeting and yeah. you're picking up on like lack of motivation because it is unattractive and it's like you need to have things going for yourself because mm-hmm. otherwise, like what's the point? Yeah. It it just doesn't align with my core values or Whitney's core values. Right. Exactly. Um, what's so, so my, mine are also in no particular order, but, um, the first one that I have listed here is cheating. I have that one too. 
Yep. So, and it's like, that's just a no. It's like, I don't care what happened, how it happened, anything. It's like, it's just a no. Yeah. Cheating, loyalty, that kind of was what I put down. Yeah. Once you lose that trust, it is so, so hard to get it back. Yeah. And I just think it changes the dynamic of the relationship forever. And it's like, the, like for me, I would always have trust issues with you. Yeah. It would be, it would be really hard. Um, I do know women that have stayed with their partners after they have cheated and, you know, because of kids and such, and that's their, that's their way, their path, their journey. And I try not to judge, but I know, and Whitney knows that's just something we could not probably work by work past or work with. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I, I, yep. That's something I just won't change my mind on. So, um, another one of mine is not taking care of yourself. And this isn't so much a physical thing I'm talking about. Yes. That's important to me. I want you to be, you know, work, work out, you know, care about your body, Clean out your backs. Yep. (laughs) Clean those ears out. But also I'm more or less talking about like a mental capacity and like your mental well-being and health. So if you are not open to, and Whitney and I have had so many conversations on this, but if you're not open to therapy because of past trauma or childhood issues or something that happened to you within the relationship, like while we're together, maybe I don't know, something happened, um, your mom passed away and you're really struggling with that and your personality is changing, but you don't want to go to therapy or you don't want to, you know, try medications if you're going through some depression or something like I just, for me, I have to, cause I'm a fixer and I've realized that one of my core values is mental, my mental well being. And I want that the same for my person, my partner. And if they're not willing to work on that and make that a priority, it's, it's just not going to work. Yeah, no. And I kind of have something similar to that, honestly. Well, cause I, I had written down, um, unwillingness to like take accountability and work on the relationship. And I feel like that's kind of the same thing. And it goes along with like lack of the emotional awareness and like self-awareness. And I feel like that's kind of all the same thing. It's like when you, when issues arise, like, I mean, if you say you're with somebody for like five years, issues are going to arise. And it's like, if they're not willing to work on it and be a team, then it's just not going to work because how are you going to get through things together? If like one of you is going through something and you know, you're not on the same page and you're not working together, like how do you get through it? Yeah. And so I guess an example would be what, what I have learned is I will for sure, like within the first couple months of dating someone, <clears throat> I will yeah. ask them, I will straight out ask them like, so are you ever like, have you ever seen a therapist or have you ever, are you open to go to therapy if you have an issue or past trauma that you need to work through? And if they answer no, therapy is dumb. It's gay. Cause I hear people say that. Yeah. Which is I'm, so sad. Yeah. I'll be like, that's the last date I will go on with you. Or if I can tell like you have a mental illness that you struggle with depression or something and you're not willing to 
seek help or you're against medication, you're like crazy people only take that. I'm out. Like I'm bouncing because you're just so closed minded. And, um, that honestly affects you and them and your whole relationship. And so, yeah, I will ask straight up, like, and if you say no, peace out deal breaker for me a hundred percent. Yeah. No, I always ask that too, in the beginning of dating, like, have you ever gotten to therapy or would you be willing to go to therapy? And like, I'm honestly surprised. I feel like over time too, like the male opinion on that changes a little bit, like the deeper you get into the relationship, which is also like a little bit scary. Yeah. And people can obviously lie to you and tell you all the things you want to hear. I mean, we all want to believe the best in people, but at the end of the day, you'll feel that in your gut. Sometimes we are blinded, but that's why we have friends. Right. We trust and they love us to kind of help guide us and be like, oh, I kind of see like, I know these aren't your core values or whatever, but I personally, yep. I personally just feel like that is huge. So what, what else do you got with? Um, I have that I'm not his priority and like going on in his life or in my life. He's not making it so like to me. Yeah. That's yeah, that's so important. And like, I've been in so many relationships where like, I'm not valued and I'm not like the number one priority. And that's just something that I know that I need. And I'm not like, I'm not your number two. I'm your number one. And if that's something that you can't do, then we're not compatible. Hell yeah. You're the number one. And I think that's how any relationship should be, right? Like your, your partner should be number one. Absolutely. Well, you're my number one right now. You're my number one too. All right. What what are some other um, deal breakers for you if you were in a long-term relationship? Um, Another one of mine is if he is verbally, like physically, emotionally, like any sort of abuse, that's just a no. And if I see any signs of it, it's a no. I've been in a relationship like that and it's so toxic, so dysfunctional. And it's crazy how it tears down your self-esteem. So, I mean, any signs of that in any way, shape or form and I'm gone as, as we all should be because nobody deserves that. Yeah. I mean, couldn't preach that enough. Um, Of course. I feel the same way about that. And I've never been in a physically abusive relationship. I haven't even definitely like emotionally abused. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that is one that we underestimate or we kind of look past and give too many chances to because it is like the sneakiest one. Um, I agree with that. Well, and even when it comes to like legalities of like, you know, divorce or whatever, it's like, I feel like that one it's almost worse than physical and not to downplay physical, but it's like, at least those bruises, you know, to some extent anyways, go away where like some of that, like emotional and mental trauma stays with you forever. Yeah. Yep. And that's where we're getting at. If you are someone with issues, when we circle back to your therapy, therapy, work on that, work past that, you know, and work through your flaws that affect your relationship and your partners. So that's, that's a great one. Like 
full circle moment right there for you guys. Full That's circle why therapy and all of that is important. Like work through your trauma. I wish you guys Amanda's like flexing. I'm also smelling my armpits. <laughs> Mine are probably like smelly right now. Mine actually smell pretty good. Surprisingly. I like never really wear deodorant. I hate deodorant. Deodorant can be really bad for you if it has yeah. aluminum in it, right? Well, I had um is it mirror dry or something? Oh. Something like that done like probably like four or five years ago. It's supposed to like make you not smell or sweat or anything. What? Yeah. But like, I don't recommend it because now I feel like I still have like side effects of it. Like my upper arm, like right in here is like, I'm pointing to where my armpit kind of like meets my arm. It's like, I have no sensation there. And they said that'd be normal for like a few months after, but like still like years later, I still have like no feeling. Okay. I won't got off on a total sidebar, but squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> I just randomly yell out squirrel and you know what we're doing then. Our brain yeah. went all over. Okay. Um, what's your, what, are, what are more of yours? So another one of mine that is a deal breaker. I know we're not compatible and it doesn't align with what I want is we're not on the same page when it comes to sex or intimacy. So, um, you know, that's, important to me. I think that is a really important big thing in relationships. Obviously there's all the other factors that are important too, but if for instance, like you're not on the same page about how much you want it or, you know, how you want to go about things in that relationship in the bedroom or vice versa. We had a episode about this too, you know, you're, it's, it can be a hot topic. And so if one person is not feeling it and the other person is, that's just always going to be a fight. It It is always going to be a fight. Yep. It's like, you need to be sexually compatible. <clears throat> yeah. And like, sometimes you just aren't like you can be with someone and you both, it takes time to learn each other's wants and needs and like get connected. And of course, maybe the first couple of times you, it's weird and yeah, the, fir- the first time, like with a new person, is always awkward. Like the first few times, yeah, yeah, it's so awkward. So, like, again, this isn't a deal breaker. Like first time with them, it's like if you've been with them for a few, like months, down the road, down yeah. the road. Um, sometimes you're just not compatible in the bedroom. I don't know what it is, but that is, and some people are okay with that. But for me, long term, yeah, deal breaker. Well, not. Like if things aren't good in the bedroom, that spills over into other aspects of the relationship too. Yeah. And just people can, I I think sex is such a hard topic for so many couples and so many individuals, which it's always been like this taboo thing. Like don't talk about it. It should be, I don't know. I mean, dude, we're mammals. Everyone's that's how we were born. Everyone does it, you know, we're all so, here because of it. Yes, exactly. So like, to me, I'm super, like, I can talk about it. I'm comfortable talking about it. Like you, you need to like know my needs and wants and I'll know your needs and wants. And like, you need to want to fulfill them and I'll fulfill yours. So yeah, that's a, that's a deal breaker for me. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a, honestly a good one. Um, what else you got? Oh, my other one is that they're content with their situation with kids, but they like kids and are open to kids and good with them because I have two babies. 
you know, and I've just decided for me, this, this chapter of like having more is it's closed. So on your hinge profile, it, it will say, um, are you, do you have kids and are you open to having kids? So you're going to put, you have kids, but you're not open to having more kids of your own. Correct. Yep. Yeah. I think that's fair. And you know, I go back and forth on this. It's so hard. It's so hard to know. And it's like when you meet somebody and you like them and they want kids, it's like you like are willing to, you know, sacrifice and whatever. And I'm like fine with that. But it's like now I'm at the point in the place where I'm like, I just I don't want to open that door and like welcome it anymore. Yeah. So what if they have kids? I mean, that's fine. And I feel like it'd be unfair for me to like discount that because I have kids. Yep. Yeah. But I just don't want somebody that wants more kids. Yeah. Like somebody who's like, I think I want four kids. Oh, hell no. That's not going to (laughs) work. You're like, well, my body can't do four more kids. Four kids. Yeah. Nor do I want to, nor can like my mental state. That's a lot of kids. That'd be six kids. I don't know. Like, didn't the Duggars have like 20? I don't know. Are, aren't some of them in jail now? What? I the feel Duggars like are in jail. I feel like one of them is or like one of those like weird TLC shows. I think one of the was it the brother or the dad or something? Oh, yeah. wasn't this like a whole thing? Am I crazy? Um. I don't know. I don't watch TV, but that's probably, I feel like all that reality show shit, there's always one like shady person that always ends up doing or saying well, something. A group of like long. 20 or 25 people. I mean, there's bound to be one that's a bad egg. Yeah, there's, yeah, they probably all, didn't all get attention. Right. Up. Well, did you hear about that? Was she a TikTok, <laughs> TikTok mom? Oh, she's like, a YouTube mom. Yeah. Famous like crazy. YouTube tying her kids up and stuff that's wild like she should go to prison for the rest of her life I think she will go to prison I think she will I think she's what is it she's facing like six counts of child abuse yeah and each one like she could serve up to 15 years so she should be be in there and no bail yeah she was like a uh youtuber famous youtuber that like you know, did her family like showed her family and her life and like they had this perfect life and well, and she prided herself on like strict parenting. Yes. And like her and her husband had been like separated for a year, but no one knew that because she kept it secret. That's to show you that. Yeah. They've been separated for a year. So to show you guys that not everything you see on social media is good because or true. Because obviously they were not happy if they ended up splitting and then she lot or just didn't tell anyone for a year. It so where, where was he living? Do we know? <laughs> I think he had like an apartment. They said like somewhere else or something, but they were not separated. And like one of the kids, maybe like the older one was um, living with him. But yeah, oh. the sister, her sister knew about the abuse her sister did yes her sister knew about the abuse and said she you know was really worried about the kids but didn't want to take it to authorities because she thought like she would get over it or change it's like what so I wonder if the sister's facing anything too then because 
I feel like she's guilty by association. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's one of those situations where it's like, you don't say anything. Like if you see it and you don't say anything like, and you're the adult, like that's wrong, wrong. It's just so wrong. So yeah. What the hell? Crazy. Um, That is crazy. People are weird. People are crazy. Yeah. Anyways, back to, okay. Do you have any more? I think I basically said all of mine. Um, I think those are kind of my biggest deal breakers. So if I'm in a relationship and any of that pops up or happens, I'm probably walking away, probably walking away, um, and just cutting my losses at that point. Yep. Same. And it's like, I'll address it with you once or twice, depending on what it is. But, and it's like, if it's not changed, I'm dipping. Yeah. And again, like everyone, everyone has their own deal breakers and their own values that align with them. And maybe they're not the same as ours and that's okay. But remember to hold yourself accountable to that and have that self-respect when you're in a relationship and circle back to them, write them down on a piece of paper some advice Whitney gave me um, not that long ago was write down on a piece of paper like what you like about that person and then on the other side what you don't like about that person and if like the bad outweighs the good or you know vice versa. Sometimes we just mm-hmm. need to like sit down and really think about it. Yep. And the facts like what are the facts? Yep. You got to take the emotion out of it sometimes. And that's just, I mean, sometimes it's hard and it's easier to do if you write it down so you can visually see it in front of you. And like, you can see a list with like two sides and be honest with yourself, you know, like you're not going to do any good by cheating at this project. But like, if you can physically see that one side is way longer than the other and it's the negative, it's like, well, that's probably your answer then. Yeah. Or, you know, your deal breakers, if there's deal breakers and they're not changing, you've had conversations or whatever. It's like, well, that's your answer then. Yep. And we're all about giving chance chances on some things, you right. know, obviously like physical the abuse. Side, not yeah, gonna work. yeah. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, just remember all that and take it all into consideration when you're dating or in a relationship. I did do a little bit of research because, you know, we love our research here. On we love research. I researched and got this from two different um, sites and kind of put them together. Men's, the men's perspective of their top five deal breakers. Oh, Again, this is like just in general. So, um dishonesty or loyalty so that's kind of what we said too yeah yeah I suppose and then um poor hygiene was number two wow yeah so that's and I and then in there they also you know in within that was like taking care of yourself like yeah physical health and yep Um, I feel like these are so far pretty on par with ours. Yeah. Bad manners or feeling the sense of entitlement, which kind of would probably fall under like ours where we said like being cocky and yeah. Arrogant. This one. Okay. So the next one is smoking. We both said that. Mm -hmm. 
And this one I thought was pretty dang funny, but a messy car. Oh my God. Like what girl doesn't have a messy car, messy car sometimes. I know. Like I love a clean car more than anyone else in this world, but I have two kids and a dog and yeah, freaking always have kids stuff in there. Yeah. I try my like, best. Shoe, shoes and water bottles are like always in my car. Yeah. And probably a sweater and box of Kleenex and yeah, just all sorts of random yeah. trinkets, sunglasses flying all around and yeah. 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 I mean, but I'm guessing that means like, which I kind of feel this way again, this might not be a deal breaker, but it would maybe be a red flag for me. But if your car is like super, super nasty, then I feel like in general, like your home's probably. Yeah. Well, and if you're picking up, obviously not on the first date, but like, you know, like fourth date, whatever, if you're picking her up, like, or she's picking you up, which that would be a little bit weird, but like, I mean, then obviously you want to make sure that your car is like clean and tidy and whatever. Like if I got into a guy's car and it was a disaster, that'd be a turnoff for me. Uh, yes. It's like, what does your house look like? What does your life look like? Are you this unorganized, like in all areas? <laughs> like if I open your car door and garbage falls out. Yeah, hmm. that's unattractive. So unattractive. So we have something fun planned for the end here. Woo! And um, I'm going to read off some hinge profiles that just are like, what are you? What why why did you say that? <laughs> like I literally turned my head and why like, did you say that? But why? Okay, so we have a couple here. Whitney, you can hone in on your um your advice on it. My thoughts. Yep. Um, so this gentleman, his name is Ryan. Okay. Ryan. How old is Ryan? Ryan is 40 years old. He's six one. So he, oh, could, he, he meets could, criteria for he you. Meets criteria for you. He's straight. <laughs> that that's a plus. Yep. And he's a man. So uh, but he said <laughs> he's a man. <laughs> so his unusual skills are I'm able to find the remote oddly quickly playing mm. with Barbies. I also love Legos and slime. Okay. This is getting really weird. Like is, does he like little kids? Uh, he does not have kids. Yeah. So that's, it's getting weird. Yes. And he says, I also am a really good hunter and like baking cookies. I feel like he's a serial killer. <laughs> Ryan no nope Ryan like no yeah he sounds like a like this is a making of a horror movie he sounds like he probably has dead bodies in his basement any 40 year old man that says they like playing with Barbies Barbies and they don't have kids yeah no run to the fucking hills I'm sorry weird okay this next one his name's Nick and oh okay hit yeah oh his profile is him and his dog and you know it's like okay that's cute he's 40 oh wait no he's not 40 he is 34 6 1 so he meets all the criteria he, he he's a man criteria. he's okay. a man he's straight some of his simple pleasures you guys this shit is so funny <laughs> um it's honestly like entertaining is pumping iron 
Oh my God. That pumping, is so hot. <laughs> pumping iron, hitting up the gym and meal prepping. He's a gym bro. Yeah. Full show. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, who says pumping iron? Uh, Nick. Nick. Nick, who's 40. At least he's not playing with Barbies. But I mean, he's I mean, the other end of the spectrum. And it's like, no. Yeah. It's like no. when we say gym bros, it's Nick. Yeah. And I feel like Nick didn't really have that nice of a body. So better be Nick. What are you doing when you're at the gym? Better be trying harder. Okay. This guy's name is AB. AB? A, capital A, capital B. <laughs> I don't know what that is. But he's 30. He's a little young. He's 30. He's yeah. 30. And he's 6'3. Mm-hmm. But. He said something. I okay. Do all these guys lie? Like you cannot tell me all three of these guys are over six feet. Like I am already having trust issues. I know. Right. (laughs) Right. So, um, something that he truly believes in is aliens, which again, I kind of believe in aliens too, but I don't think I'm going to put this on my first question on my hinge is alien. Yeah. I was going to say, or on like a dating profile at all. Yep, it's just a little, little weird, little weird, and he has a little alien emoji. With oh, him. that's cute. Okay, um, Jesse, we have Jesse next. Jesse hey. is forty. He's six foot, which he looks like he's five eight. Jesse's a liar. Jesse <laughs> might be a liar. Liar. Things that he goes crazy about, which I don't know what this means. Lots of lobsters. What? Lots of lobsters. I don't know what that means. I have so many questions. I don't know if he maybe read the question wrong, but I guess if you go crazy over lobster that much, that's what you're, I, I don't even think I can laugh at that. I mean, I guess it's the simple things, but you sound really weird. So we're going to move along to our next six. Tyler, we something. got Tyler. Tyler's a great name. Mm-hmm. We love that name. All right. I didn't screenshot how old he was, but he he literally has a picture with three other dudes. So I don't even know which one he is. That's um, serious. You guys dating like 101. If you're going to have any sort of profile, put a picture profile picture of you by yourself. Well, in the background is uh, it's like they're at a gas station. There's white claws and Bud Light behind. Oh, him. classy. Like, seriously. Okay. Um, but seriously grow up his favorite things. And for me, I'm like, God, please. Okay. Does he say Crocs? No, but watching TV, my favorite shows are game of Thrones and new girl. What, what is new girl? His favorite things to do. New girl is kind of like, I would say like friends, but it's a girl. I think this is the right show. It's a girl that lives with like two or three guys. I've only seen a few episodes. It's kind of funny, but like, what? That is so weird. Well, and if that is your favorite thing to do is watch TV, I'm like, oh, Ew, you're not boy. ambitious. Yep. Nope. Nope. Can't this do it. terrifies me for like what I'm working with. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. We only have three more. I have a so. serial killer, lazy ass people, like <laughs> someone who loves lobster. Yeah, he loves lots of lobster. Lots of lobster. Uh, well, Maybe that's a more. friend's reference. Is it? Like, 
Ross and Rachel, like they're each other's lobster. Okay. I know. I just took a bone away from Nova. Ranger. Not Ranger. Like, pause. Hold on. We got to take this. We can't have that. That's very distracting. Sorry, friends. All right. We got three left for you to pick from Whitney. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to pick one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You're going to pick one. We got Jake. Okay, guys. Jake is 36. And okay. he... Oh. He's five eight. Oh, he's honest. I can appreciate an honest king. Yeah. Okay. Um, what would a Saturday look like for you? He said, driving to the nearest Krispy Kreme for just one fresh donut, and then going and buying a lottery ticket. Scratch off is what I like, and randomly passing through little small towns. That sounds so fucking lame. I'm like, what? This like, guy needs some spice in his life. I'm like, I, the Krispy Kreme, I'm like, okay, like that. Well, I was like, yeah, we're starting off on a good foot. Like I like donut and coffee in the morning. And, and then, then it just got weird. Lottery tickets and then randomly driving through small, pa- passing through That small sounds town. like my worst nightmare. Like, are we 80? <laughs> oh, okay, well. Are you sure you're 36? This gentleman, Al, I'll just show you his picture quick. Al. Al looks like a serial killer. <laughs> Al looks like you guys. He's in a mugshot. His eyes are like so open. He has like a wicked mustache. Okay, Al. His simple pleasures. I don't really know what this means. Um, shower beers. Shower oh. beers. Shower beers. His, he likes I, beers. In the shower. Beer showers. I mean, Ew, that like. Yep. Okay. I can't even make this shit up. All right. This is like, like men are clueless. <clears throat> All right. Daniel. Uh, Daniel, something... give me something to work with. Well, man, this is a really bad one too. And you guys, this was me scrolling for 10 minutes and this is what I found. So just imagine. Something that Daniel it's terrifying truly has passion for is goblins and golf. Oh my god. Goblins and golf. So he loves Halloween. Well, I don't know. Our gob he must think goblins are real and he loves golf. So maybe you should hang out with the guy that has the alien emoji. What was his name? Okay, so which one are you picking, Whitney, if you had to pick? Oh my god. Pump and iron. No, Jim. not him or the 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 Barbie boy. Neither one of them. Aliens, Lobster Boy, Game of Thrones with New Girl, Krispy Kreme. I mean, the Game of Thrones and New Girl guy sounds like maybe the most normal. Like he seems like he's maybe a little more into like pop culture and like what's going on. Like the donut driving guy would absolutely not. I think that's about his name is Tyler. <laughs> Of course it is. Of course it is. (laughs) Well, I mean. Let me see what he looks like. Is he at least cute or no? Well, he's in the picture with three other guys. Oh, he's the one. No, like, no, that's. I know. So we don't know which one he is. He could be the older gentleman. Well, he's probably not the old. I don't know. He might be the older gentleman crossing his fingers. Because he's 40. (laughs) He's saying, please pick me. I mean, I think I'm going to go with 
I think you would be compatible with beer showers or shower beers. I mean, I love a beer shower. We need to get you outside <laughs> your box. But the moral of this this little drill here is laugh about it. Well, laugh about it. And those would be um, just kind of the silly deal breakers. You know, it's like just if you if you want to date a high valued woman you're probably not gonna answer questions like that <laughs> sorry like I'm dying yep so Whitney like, I'll do better next time for you oh yeah like let's bring some like maybe that's what we should do at the end of the next episode is like bring three three guys that we find and like which one would you pick oh and make them without pick- like seeing a picture okay we're gonna do that I because- love it yeah, those options were horrific. Horrific. And it's like, I mean, if you want to like date high value, you have to be high value. And I'm sorry, but like a high value man is, yeah, he's probably not like playing with Barbies as or like a man without any children <clears throat> or, doing or like driving off. through random towns. Dude, I don't I mean, got time for that no and I hate the car like don't make me be in the car if I don't have to be Whitney is a passenger princess too like I I like to drive so I'm driving we are not going through random towns sorry buddy yeah no if I'm driving bitch we're going into the city and we're gonna go have some fun yes you guys this was a great episode like we learned lots we learned lots um I'm excited for Whitney's new journey I know Whitney at times it's scary and not, you might not feel that excitement right now, but it's going to be good. This is a good chapter for both of us. It's only up from here, you guys. And I feel like the the podcast is only going to get better as we like venture into this new era together of like being single and figuring out like what our life looks like going forward as single mamas, like just figuring it out life. Yeah, figure it out with us. Let's do this together, guys. We're a team. We're a team. We're a squad. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. We love you guys. Have a good week. All right. Bye. Bye. See you next week. Until next week.